Uh, hey guys, welcome to the uh, first episode of my podcast. It's not actually the first episode, but it's the first episode on Anchor. And this is episode one of the Mini Moods of Moody. The date is April 2nd, 2018. And uh, definitely going to improve the production value of this. And hopefully we can make it into something. And definitely looking forward to seeing you know what can come out of it. Uh, hopefully to build a nice... Uh, group of people that enjoy this podcast and you know get your input and decide what direction we take it in uh today we're going to cover a wide range of topics or maybe three or four two or three we'll see uh but i guess first things first is i should make an introduction i do have dip in my mouth sorry about that noise uh let's get your input on that should i have it in my mouth when i record the podcast or should i not but, moving on, uh, so my name is David Granados Moody, originally born in Montana, spent a fair amount of time in Milwaukee, so Milwaukee, uh, Wisconsin is definitely a second home, it's where I went to high school, college, you can even go back further, it's where I went there for middle school, elementary school, and uh, right now I am down south. And hopefully, hopefully being able to get back to Milwaukee one day, but there's a lot of places to see in the world. So, uh, not, I'm definitely not in a rush. Um, so, being from Milwaukee, being down south now, I actually do have a diverse group of things I like. I like baseball, I like comic books, I uh, love Love anything you can put on a screen and watch, really. Uh, I love music. It's all types of music. And I guess let's kick into the first thing of our of our podcast, of the Main Moods of Moody, is opening day. Uh, hey, opening day just kicked off. I don't know about you guys, but I was pretty excited about it. Uh, I was definitely sneaking in a couple innings from all over, American League, National League. I am a big Brewers fan. Very excited for him this year. I think they're going to do some really good things. And was happy to see him take the series against the San Diego Padres. Another uh, emerging team. A lot of young talent. So pretty excited about it. Brewers signed Lorenzo Cain. Uh, Christian Yelich. Uh, going to double check that last one. But definitely Christian Yelich. I know Lorenzo Cain. And, uh, you know, we're pretty... We're pretty excited about that. Uh, I mean, I know the rest of the country is, or maybe not the rest of the country, but at least South Milwaukee is excited about that. And uh, they, like I said, they took the series against the Padres, but today they lost to the Cardinals uh, opening day at Miller Park, or always known as County Stadium. So we're definitely hoping tomorrow they play, and they'll you know take the rest, take the last two games of the series. And just keep building up in the National League Central. It's a competitive division. You got the Cubs. You have the Cardinals. Two teams that I don't really think anyone likes outside of St. Louis or Chicago. It's definitely an experience when you go see the Brewers play against the Cubs. There's more Cubs fans there. I'm hoping that changes soon. And hopefully we can get some uh, 
see more people walking around with the brew crew around here. And I'm not going to make any predictions yet for baseball. I, it's still too early. Obviously, we're only about four or five games in the season. Uh, but I am taking the Brewers to take the National League Central. And for the American League, well, not just the National League Central, but the All-National League. I think it's going to be my the surprise one of the year. And for the American League, I'm going to take the New York Yankees. And uh, as the season progresses, it's definitely going to be a big part of the podcast. If we can get some support behind it. I don't know about you guys, but I love baseball podcasts. I love sports podcasts. I think that... The sports broadcasts are able to cover you know a wide range of things, politics, the everyday life of an athlete, which we don't always see. And I think as we progress further and further in society, ESPN, Fox Sports, and you know, really any of these other networks have kind of failed and just become a conglomerate like they always have. But definitely hoping to you know get some popularity and get a few athletes on here. Now, kind of switching over to the next thing, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I play video games. It's one of the best things to do, I think. I think, I obviously read, I go to the gym, you know, hey, not, not a moron, but uh, I think that video games are pretty fun. Right now, what am I playing? Uh, kind of going throwback a little bit, you know, I got the Nintendo 2DS playing Pokemon. It's pretty fun. It got me for a little bit in there watching the episodes on Netflix, which are available there. Hey, uh, I definitely do recommend Netflix. Kind of nice if I can get some sponsorship from them, but, you know, so be it. Uh, either way, I'll still watch it. But, been watching those old episodes. Getting pretty far. I'm up to, like, my fourth or fifth badge. I'm not going to pull it out right now, but... Hey, if any of you guys are into that, you know, Nintendo, the Pokemon aspect, I think it's a really great way to just kind of kill some time. I know with my job... I can't always sit in front of my Xbox, and as much as I love my Xbox, as much as I love playing Madden, FIFA, uh, my roommate has Far Cry 5, I'm hearing him late every night playing it, so uh, sooner or later, I'm, I'm definitely going to have to buy that game, and, um, you know, definitely recommend that uh, if you play video games, you know, offer some input, and I've been saying, hey, offer input, offer input, offer input. Uh, when I publish this on Spotify, I will also have my Instagram account, and feel free to DM me, and hopefully, uh, I can, you know, take what you like, take what you don't like, and generally, and really piece this together, uh, as we kind of get closer to the holidays again, you're gonna see a bunch of new titles drop, and I wanna definitely hear, you know, what people are playing, what, why they like it, why they don't like it. Like I said, I have an Xbox. I started off with a PS4. I definitely miss the PS4 uh, because of MLB The Show. And hopefully, you know, hey, I make a little money off this podcast. I can buy a PS4 and, and definitely give you more insight. But for the time being, I want to hear everything that you guys have to say. So moving on to our next segment. That is me right now doing the Superman, Superman, uh, weird list that just kind of happened, uh, Superman, no, no, Superman, uh, theme, uh, like I said, I switched apps, I was a couple episodes into the podcast, but I switched apps, and, um, haven't figured out how to use everything yet on Anchor, still doing some research on it, but, and we'll hopefully, you know, get better mics, just a lot of different things, a lot of better things, I guess. 
But for now, I will do the Superman theme, uh, composed by John Williams. Uh, I, you know, I think I think one of the things that you can always say about John Williams is that if you look him and Hans Zimmer, especially, so those two, John Williams and Hans Zimmer are probably the composers or transcend beyond composers, but are probably the the soundtracks to our youth. Because I know growing up, uh, Superman and and Hans Zimmer with the Pirates of the Caribbean, Harry Potter, I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, Star Wars, not a big Star Wars fan, but definitely respect it and definitely be uh, excited to have some people on there that like Star Wars and, you know, would like to hear what they have to say and ask them questions. I am more of a Marvel DC fanboy, and I, 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 not just the films, definitely before the films, but I think that, especially in these last couple months, we've had this kind of renaissance of Marvel, and DC still, you know, lagging behind. Justice League was horrible. I don't have an issue with Ben Affleck as Batman, though. I, I just think it was an incomplete film. I think DC rushed it out. I think that it should have been broken up into two pieces. You know, uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, uh, which is kind of strange now, because I'm sure that you can rent it pretty much anywhere. Buy it. Uh, I would highly recommend renting it. Actually, it was a pretty bad movie. I'd probably just bootleg it. Um, but not only did Superman's face look weird, and then that relates to the Henry Cavill drama of a mustache in the Mission Impossible movie he was filming, but his face looked weird, and I thought they brought back Superman way too early, and they borrowed off the Death of Superman story, which is a popular comic book from the 90s, and, uh, but DC Animated is definitely on point, and they're coming out with a new film about that, and I'm definitely looking forward to that, uh, but, you know, they should have built it up, broken down into two films, I think Marvel has always kind of stuck to their guns on the whole aspect of, hey, we're doing it this way, we have, you know, we have plans, so definitely applause, a uh, big round of applause for Marvel, and with what they came out, uh, their last two films with Thor Ragnarok and Black Panther. Like I said, it's a renaissance. Uh, they have the two new Avenger films coming out, but April 26th, they have Avengers coming out, where you're going to see everything kind of come together and building up to something new, uh, it seems like. Now, Thor Ragnarok and Black Panther are two vastly different films uh, and in saying that I know there's been that debate kind of online and just a general conversation with people you know at work or everything like that trying to decide what's better Thor Ragnarok or Black Panther and they're two vastly different films two vastly different messages um, and I think it's almost impossible to say hey which one do you like more because if you look at them you know looking at Thor Ragnarok it was a parody almost or not a parody but a, a self-awareness of hey this is a comic book movie and I definitely attribute that to the to the director uh, Tahiki what we Kiki I totally butcher that name I'm gonna take a note next week pronounce it right and um, saying that hey Thor comes from Stan Lee Jack Kirby and it's probably the closest film we're ever going to get to a, a Hulk planet story. 
and to me that was just you know that was just great. You had a lot of you had a lot of Chris Hemsworth. I think is a great actor. I've seen him in his other films. Uh, the one Twelve Strong. I thought he was really good in. Uh, and yeah, was it kind of standardized? Was it like your typical Jerry Bruckheimer film? Yes, but you know Chris Hemsworth was great in it, and uh, I, I think that. He's definitely an actor that's more than just Thor. He he does a lot of really cool stuff. Uh, Tessa Thompson, I mean, wow, is beyond being uh, very attractive. She, I think, what makes her attractive is that her intelligence just really shines on screen. And uh, you know that that's great. Jeff Goldblum did did everyone like was everyone tr tracking that he was so funny? He definitely has this underlying sense of humor. Uh, Bruce Banner, the Hulk, the Hulk, Mark Ruffalo. Okay, that was that was great, uh, and was very very happy to see that, to see you know, the Hulk and the Thor interaction because I don't know if you guys noticed this, but in in like the previous Avengers, those two have always kind of been the comedic foil, especially in the first one. You know, just a few scenes here and there, but definitely the comedic foil, and it was great to see that transcend transcend into its like own little film. But like I said, it, the the greatest thing about that film, it has a self-awareness that it is a comic book film. And it didn't take itself too serious. But I'm trying to find the right word here. But definitely had the, uh, the, uh, the, the message of finding yourself, seeing that what you're, what you're a bigger piece of. Now, moving on to Black Panther, that's a comic book that I've always read. Uh, it's it's one of those, it's one of like the first tradebacks I ever bought growing up. Um, outside, of course, was you know your Captain Americas, your Tony Starks, your Daredevil. Daredevil is definitely one of my favorites. The whole Castle Guilt aspect, I think, is great. Uh, Frank Miller's run on it was great, but I always read Black Panther, and there are a lot of great writers on it, and I don't have their names off the top of my head. But I would definitely, you know, recommend that you go back, you watch them, you, you'll definitely enjoy them, um, and you'll definitely uh, see kind of the influence on it of it all. I think what was great about Black Panther and probably made it a little bit controversial was obviously Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger. I, I mean, I'm really hoping as we go into the award season, he's being considered, his name's being thrown out there. Uh, SAG, Golden Globe, Oscar. I, I just think he was great. I think that Fantastic Four wasn't his fault. <laughs> Most definitely, that definitely wasn't his fault. But uh, he should definitely, you know, get some award nomination. And, and even if he doesn't, I, I guarantee you, everyone who watched that film and, and not taken away from uh, T'Challa, who, the, uh, the Black Panther, who's Whose name I can't remember right now off the top of my head. I'm sorry for that. I'm going to note that. Get that to you next week. Ch Chad Lewis, maybe? Again, he's a phenomenal actor. Jackie Robinson, James Brown. He's been in, in some other films, smaller films, and he was great in those two. Uh, Marshall B. Thurgood. But, you know, moving on, what was great about... Black Panther was is that I think it meant so much more to everyone. And you know, honestly, I've been going to comic book films my entire life, and 
yeah, while you have groups of people from all over, you know, there's always you could always kind of see this uh, uh, a general presence of this person or that person, or of this this person or that person from this demographic or that demographic. And looking at Black Panther, you definitely saw more people, and you saw how important that film was. So I'm very excited that one of the uh, that one of the films that's being celebrated for its diversity and touching all corners of life, but more so the black community, is a is a Marvel film. And I think that shows that if you look at the history of comic books, while it, the, the writers themselves, the artists themselves, aren't always as diverse as it should be, they're definitely touching on issues that impact everyone. I mean, if you go back further, you know, Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, what they did with the X-Men was actually addressing, you know, what's it like to be a minority and face the persecution that minorities face in our society. And I really hope that if anyone walked away from Black Panther, that you have two things was, hey, here's a superhero. He's black. I don't care. And then the second thing was, hey, here's a superhero. He's black. That matters. And I know those two kind of seem like they contradict each other, but I think that they're definitely... And and I can understand how how you can see it that way, but there's under there needs to be understanding. You know, there there's people who saw that film and felt like this is the first time they were ever represented on screen, and that's definitely you know that's an incredible thing. Uh, hopefully, it's for me as as a Latino American. I think that's probably one of the greatest things that. Uh, that came out of Black Panther, and like I said, as Latino American, I'm hoping to see more and more, uh, you know, m more of our representations. Uh, but you know, till then, I'm excited about Avengers again. That's a cast that includes everything: Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, and I do have an I Am Groot tattoo, Teenage Groot, Nebula. I think is 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 really interesting, and I and I love what they did with her in the second film. James Gunn is a genius. Uh, Drax, Dave Bautista. A lot of people didn't like that he. Um, a lot of people didn't like that he was more of a comedic foil in the second film. But I think that's you know great to see because obviously you don't want a film that's too heavy. You don't want a film that takes itself too serious, and. I'm pretty excited to see, you know, what they're going to do with them in the Avengers. Because if you don't know, uh, Drax and his Drax literally exists. And, and what you see on screen is a little bit different from what you're going to see in the comic books. But pretty close, actually, is uh, Drax's family was killed by Thanos. So that's going to be pretty cool. I think you have Doctor Strange. You have the whole lore following Doctor Strange. That's going to be cool, too. Uh, Benedict Cumberpatch. Which... I think it's one of the dirtiest names I've ever heard. Uh, you know, you can come out and say, hey, I, I want to cumberpatch you. And maybe they'll say, hey, I, I don't really know what you mean. But they'll be too embarrassed to say it and go along. So if you're out there and, and you're trying to talk dirty to your significant other, uh, you know, throw it out there. Say, hey, I want, I want to cumberpatch you. See if it, you know, if, if it carries any weight. And Thanos being played by Josh Brolin. Hey, that's that's pretty exciting, too. And um, that is actually really exciting. I think Josh Brolin's a great actor. From Goonies, 
I mean, Goonies is still my favorite, but what he did for No Country for Old Men, uh, Only the Brave, which is about fighting fires, you know, in, in, in national parks, that's also great too. Uh, he's Cable in Deadpool. Uh, but that's 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 gonna be another episode. We also have Captain America, you know, obviously Steve Rogers, Bucky Winters returning, uh, Chris Pine, Sebastian, S Sebastian Bach, Bach Sebastian. I, okay, I'm I'm gonna be more prepared with the actors' names. Sorry about that. And uh, hey, next week, guys. Definitely coming, always, always, you know, each week, every, each episode is going to get a little bit better. And what's going to drive the quality of it is going to be the input that we get. And hopefully some interviews, too. I mean, I, I definitely like to have some interviews. But, um, man, and then you have Spider-Man, too. I mean, Tom Holland, Hollander? Tom Holland? No, Tom Holland. I thought he was great in Spider-Man Homecoming. I think it's great that Marvel and Sony were able to put aside the differences and make something really good. I really hope that... Now that Sony's kind of high off of the Spider-Man, that they treat the material better, you know, definitely give Marvel oversight into it. But not just on Spider-Man, but on the upcoming Venom with Tom Hardy. Because as great as an actor Tom Hardy is, there's been some bad movies with Tom Hardy in it. So, and, I, and I'm kind of tired of, of reading the reviews and you see Tom Hardy and they say, oh, hey, great performance by Tom Hardy, but bad movie, so... I definitely want to see something different there. Um, but yeah, definitely excited about that one. Um, and Tony Stark. I'm, I'm calling right now. Uh, uh, hey, Iron Man is going to die. The, he's been the one steering the ship across the uh, vast ocean of entertainment and fanboys. And he's done a great job. You know, Robert Downey Jr., and it's going to be hard to say goodbye. I mean, I know I'm going to, you know, tear up a little bit. But I can also see a swerve by Marvel where they alternate the timeline. They're obviously going to have to bring in fresh faces. The business of it all is um, that there's contracts. And actors are contracted for so many films. I read somewhere online, I think it was on CBR.com, where Chris Pine was talking about how, you know, Avengers is his last Captain America and uh, I, I, I kind of wanted to end on a stronger note than Captain America Civil War. I thought Captain America The Winter Soldier was fantastic. Civil War was good too. But I just feel like they could definitely do something better. Especially with the Russo brothers who've emerged as these you know, great filmmakers. And definitely looking forward to seeing anything that they make. Outside of the Marvel banner. Smaller, bigger. Hey, I, I think they're great. I'm definitely a big fan of theirs. You know, Obviously from the Captain America films. But... From here on out, I'm definitely going to be a big fan of theirs. So, we're going to get more and more into the Avengers as we progress. I mean, like I said, it's this huge cast uh, of just every actor that, that we've seen. Big, small. I'm curious to see how it's going to plan its time. Uh, Marvel's been pretty good in putting actors together, if you actually notice. from If you look at Captain America Civil War... Where they had Iron Man and, and, and all the Avengers actually. But they also had Spider-Man too. It was the introduction of Spider-Man. And I think that's really cool. And I'm really curious to see how they do this. In regards to screen time. And plot development. Um, 
we know that post Avengers that Guardians of the Galaxy still have uh, another film coming up. Uh, again, spoiler: Adam Warlock. You know, one of those post credit scenes. Pretty excited about that. I'm okay with seeing Mantis die, though. I, I don't think the uh, actress is bad or anything like that, but I'm just not a big fan of Mantis. And uh, I, oh, I'm okay with seeing her go. But the Ravagers, too, would be cool. Sylvester Stallone leading it. Kind of having a renaissance in his career, starting with Creed and uh, Grudge Match. Uh, very much so an underlying classic. So we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, going to have this published today. It's going to be on Spotify. I should have a link for it in my Instagram account. Uh, and I should give you my name for my Instagram account. It is I am Groot 1989 Hey, DM me. Tell me what you guys like. Tell me what you guys didn't like. Tell me what you want me to work with next week. Tell me what you guys want to hear. And I would definitely be more, more than happy to, you know, take that input and start crafting something that you guys can say, hey, I listen to it consistently. And, uh, you know, tell your friends about it. So, tell your friends about the, you know, Mini Moves of Moody. So, I'm going to write us out with the Superman theme song. Uh,